Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. What are your business challenges for 2021? Supporting an increased remote workforce? Securing and managing your expanding corporate network? Communicating with your customers, employees, and partners? Whatever your challenges and priorities for 2021, Blackfoot Communications knows it all starts with a plan. We are here to help you assess, design, implement, and support your most critical technology infrastructure initiatives. Call Blackfoot at 866-541-5000 or email business at blackfoot.com to learn how we can set you up for success in 2021 and beyond. Blackfoot. Connect to more. It's 4 o'clock. Welcome to Tutel and Nuanes, Montana's only statewide sports talk show. Broadcast on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. I like football! Now, sports talk from Montana for Montana. Live from the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanez. Hello, Montana. Anthony Edwards goes number one overall. Trace Tinkle is still looking for a team. We got a state championship game tomorrow, and we got a Thursday nighter in the works just a couple hours from now. Hi, how are you? It is Tutel and Nuwana's 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television across the state of Montana. Outstanding to be with you on this very fine Thursday afternoon. Thanks for letting us ride along with you in your radios, in your televisions, or in your internets, as the thing goes. 1029ESPN.com. You can go there to the website and listen live anytime you would like to the station. And for two hours each weekday afternoon to this very show, Via the stream. The stream is available thanks to our friends at Opportunity Bank of Montana. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you'd like to pick up your phone and call, you can do that as well. 361-3688 is the phone number. 361-3688. All guests join us via the Rankish Brothers RV phone line. And I want to remind you, you can text 
that phone line as well. Now, right off the top before we get into the show, I want to also remind everybody, go to the website and sign up because right now we are giving away a pocket knife, but it's not just any pocket knife. It is a William Henry pocket knife. Do you know where you get William Henry items? Not at the knife store, people. Not at the pawn shop. No. You get them at the jeweler, specifically RPLs. Uh, the William Henry line of pocket knives are exquisite. They are handmade. They are every single one individual and singular. They are made of fine materials, and there is no other like it. Should you win the pocket knife that we have for you, which is beautiful, a turquoise silver handle, Damascus steel, hand-forged pocket knife, uh, it will be the only one on earth like that. Uh, so, uh, go ahead and check it out. Here's all you got to go, uh, go. All you got to do is go to the website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on the, uh, on the page there on the link. You'll see it. You'll see a picture of the knife itself, a beautiful piece. And, uh, tell us who's going to win the Super Bowl and one word as to why. Okay. We're doing this uh, for the next couple of weeks and we will be giving it away officially the week after Thanksgiving. When we come back from Thanksgiving, uh, we will uh, give it away that week. So go and do that. Now you can uh, go check it out. Uh, let's get into what we got in the show today. Uh, the NBA draft was last night. Anthony Edwards out of Georgia goes number one. We are very happy uh, to uh, have had the chance to talk with Brian Fish today. Brian Fish, the former head coach of the Montana State men's basketball team. He is now on the staff with Tom Crean at Georgia. Uh, has been there for uh, this this entire past season, even a little bit before. Uh, was one of the guys who recruited uh, Anthony Edwards to go play for the Bulldogs and has been front and center working with him uh, both on the basketball side and also just sort of in the life management side is in the chaos, which you'll hear. So we'll talk to Coach Fish, uh, who is uh, who has been there with Anthony Edwards this whole run uh, heading into last night, which was to hear his name called first to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Really, really remarkable stuff in the NBA. Uh, we'll touch on Trey Stinkle as well. Uh, Trey Stinkle, not necessarily surprisingly, but his name not called last night, so he is a free agent. Uh, and there's a number of free agents who've been signed. He has not, as of yet, been signed. Uh, and uh, and I'm sure he and his agent are kind of working to deliberate how they're going to you know go forward or what the next best step is for him. Next segment, okay. Bottom of the hour, Rob Stanton, the head coach of Billings West. Billings West is hosting the Missoula Sentinel Spartans tomorrow in the Class AA State Football Championship. Rob Stanton, the sixth-year head coach of Billings West, though he's been there almost two decades in total. If you go uh, back, he's, he was an assistant coach there uh, for for well over a decade before taking over as the head coach six years ago. So we'll talk with Coach Stanton about his team, an unbelievable run that they've had uh, undefeated 9-0 are the Bears of Billings West so we'll hear from him in the coach's corner top of the hour we get into some NFL stuff Coulter and I got some picks against the spread for you and really just a discussion of the games we find to be interesting and nominally what the lines turn out to be and also because the Seattle Seahawks play tonight boys and girls we do 12 for the 12s today so we will talk with Mike Dugar in the next hour as well our friend from the Athletic who covers the Seahawks uh, beat or covers the beat of the Seahawks uh, for the Athletics Seattle uh, hosting the Arizona Cardinals in what is 
It's the biggest game of the year for the Seahawks, and it's not just because the next game is always the biggest game. It's because this is going to be the biggest game that they're going to have until probably week 16. I mean, you line them up. They got Philadelphia after this. They got the Jets in there. I think they got the Washington football team. So they they should win some games and stack them up. But they're going to be behind the eight ball in their own division if they lose this game, having already lost to the Rams and having already lost to this Arizona Cardinal team in the desert prior to this so uh, this is a huge game this sets up to obviously be a very entertaining game two of the most uh, electric uh, quarterbacks in the league I cannot wait for this game I think it's going to be a ton of fun but very interesting to analyze and frankly a critical game for Seattle it's a far more important game for the Seahawks than it is for the Arizona Cardinals uh, though any division game is important for both teams but the Seahawks need this the way that they have slid here this last month and Russell Wilson needs to play better I mean point blank he's just got to be better than what he is now uh, before we get to coach fish i will just tell you our dear friend colt nuanas uh has not spoken yet six minutes in and it's not just because you know i'm a narcissist it is because he is in his car driving as we speak uh halfway you need to bozeman tonight and then billings tomorrow for the state championship game uh we have done a lot of work together throughout the day to prepare the show so you're going to hear a lot from colter today but you know just you know i figured why why lie about this thing not pretend that he's here you're watching on tv you can see that he's not sitting here so uh that's what the story is uh, as far as colter goes but we did have the opportunity earlier today as i mentioned to uh interview brian fish and again coach fish former head coach the Montana State Bobcat men's team was on Georgia's uh, uh, on staff at Georgia with Tom Crean uh, this past year, and Anthony Edwards went number one overall last night. So we had the opportunity to talk to Coach Fish about the zoo, the circus, the craziness that is being on a staff that has a player that's going number one overall. What it's like. So here you go, our conversation from earlier with Brian Fish. All right, we go now to the Rangus Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in former head coach at Montana State, Brian Fish, friend of the show, and now a guy that's got to experience sitting basically front row for the development of the number one overall pick in the NBA draft. First of all, Fish, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for being with us. How you been, man? Oh, thanks for having me on, Colter. You guys, I really appreciate it. Obviously, I was a big fan of the show and how hard you guys work to make that show go. I've always impressed. It's nice to be back and Get to say hi to a lot of people in Montana. I miss them. They were so good to my wife and I, and uh, so it's good to be on the show. Thanks. So the time at Montana State ends, and you, you get a job at the University of Georgia on Tom Crean's staff, and then you guys land one of the top prospects in quite some time to come through the University of Georgia in Anthony Edwards, and now he, then he becomes the number one overall pick. So just take us through what this last year has been like overall. It must have been pretty cool for you to get a chance to look up close and personal at a guy that uh, just became, I think, the second ever number one overall pick out of the University of Georgia. Yeah, I, I, it's actually, I, from what I'm being told, the first ever Dominique went third. So um, it's the first number one pick of, of any sport at University of Georgia, and with the long history of athletics in this one, that's if that's the truth and the information I'm getting, that's unbelievable. But uh, as far as Anthony, just an absolutely incredible, well-put-together young man, um, dealt with things that no 17-, 18-year-old – see, he should have been just a senior. That He should have been a freshman in college this year. He graduated early and came to us instead of playing his senior year in high school. So – uh, you know, he just turned 19 on August 5th, so he's a he's very young, uh, young man. Um, 
just the stuff that he was able to deal with, you know, raised by his, uh, uh, you know, mom, grandmother, both died relatively close to each other if, of cancer, uh, you know, as obviously a brother and a sister were very influential. But just his ability, obviously on the court, so obvious, but his ability to get, navigate life through those things and, and, and how he dealt with so many people trying to grab at him and, uh, d- you know, somewhat derail him from being a success was was amazing and uh you know great young man uh had great empathy great character uh you know just it was an exciting night because spent a lot of time with the young man he loved basketball uh put in a tremendous amount of time to get better and to see that come to fruition and see him the number one pick culture uh was just a was just an incredible uh deal an incredible feeling and uh couldn't be more happy for him and his his people you know, Coach, when you have a, a guy like that come through who has so much publicity, and like you mentioned, so many people and entities kind of tugging at him, many of those good and, you know, good exposure and that kind of thing, and maybe others with some ulterior motives in line, how do you go about trying to to do what's best for him, protect him in circumstances where that's necessary, and also, you know, help him try to navigate those waters, which actually is kind of new for everybody, right? It's not like, you know, there's a, a whole bunch of people who have any experience yeah. with something like this. So how, how did you go about that? What were your thoughts on that? Well, I think, I think people wouldn't to grasp the answer to that question. I have to give you a little background on, on what it was like. Um, you know, our practice facility, uh, there was never a day where we didn't have to have security, uh, to get him into the practice facility. There was never a time on the road where we didn't have anywhere from 20 to 50 people waiting at the door of the hotel to get him to sign something, uh, to get him to do something, uh, so you constantly had to anticipate so many things. Um, you know, uh, the, the, uh, you know, everyone trying to make a dollar off him, uh, was an eye opening experience to me. And, uh, and to have so many people there that was like willing to put him in harm's way for them to make a dollar. And, you know, like I said, being 18 last year was kind of sad to see, but he, um, uh, it felt like I got to know him really well. Um, and to see that and to see, you know, I mean, this is a young man today is, uh, you know, I, I think his four year contracts worth like $45 million. And, uh, you know, to see all that and to see how he navigated that and to see just the people waiting, you know, we went to Memphis early on, played there, place was full, uh, all the, all the distractions that you could imagine were in place to, to stop him. We went to Kentucky, the same thing, people waiting everywhere. He doesn't score in the first half, uh, and scores 16 in the second half in front of 25,000 people just, uh, you know, railing on him, anything, any saying anything to him. Uh, and he just handled that all so effortlessly. Plus he was the most liked guy in the locker room. So to see all that, and you know, the obvious thing is to see the talent on the film that everybody sees, but to see what he's constantly dealing with and having to change his numbers and having to, uh, you know, have security to get in his own practice facility, uh, to think of dealing out with 18, you know, uh, is, uh, pretty impressive and how he dealt with it was really, really good. And he had a small group of people around him and I thought everybody of those had his best interests and they protected him. You've been at some big programs before fish, Oregon, Creighton, TCU. Have you ever seen this amount of hype around a kid that you've been up close and personal with? I hadn't. I mean, uh, 
You know, probably the day it kind of opened my eyes was uh, we were um, the Notre Dame football game. Uh, we played Notre Dame at home last year, and we're practicing. And the and the stars that walked in, you know, Quavos, Mingos, uh, all those people come walking into our practice to see this guy, Trey Young, uh, you know, Everybody would just all came in and was like standing courtside of that, and uh, you know, and he just kept practicing, just kept playing. I think if you saw his workout on ESPN, Michael Jordan was there, LeBron was there, uh, you know, Anthony Davis was there. It, it he just is able to place that in the proper spots and still go out and do his job. And you know, it was like man, you know, and and. Um, you know, you sit there and you go, wow, this is, this is pretty impressive. Well, look who's over there. Look who's here. He just kept playing and kept doing it and just tried to live an 18-year-old life. And I, to be honest with you, I thought one of the things that was fun to watch about was the locker room, the practice facility, he become a place for him to get away from people and be protected. And I think he enjoyed it and his teammates liked him. It was kind of fun to see that. Brian Fish joining us, former head coach of the Montana State Bobcat men's team, now on the staff at the University of George. Anthony Edwards going number one overall last night in the NBA draft. And, Coach, I'm interested in this. I think, obviously, any school would love, any team would love to have a number one overall pick. It's, it's you know, a lot of attention for the team, for the school, for the program, and so on. But also, as you've alluded to, it's a zoo, man. Like it's a 24-hour-a-day it's a a zoo that comes with that. Is there a level at which him now, you know, moving on, he's in the in the NBA, and now as you get ready for this season, there's maybe a little clarity that can come with, you know, maybe not having that level of, of you know, notoriety walking around with you all the time? I, I, I'd be the opposite. I'd take an Anthony Edwards any day yeah. if he wanted to stay a month, six months, nine months. Um, you know, uh, I think you have to have uh, veterans. I mean, uh, Coach Green has had – Three schools now, he's had a top three pick at three schools, so he was prepared to handle it. Uh, you know, we have, we had veteran staff that was ready to handle it. You've got to have some things in place to handle this uh, because these kids, you know, they're not naive. They're not they're, – they're very well educated on what's going on. And, and sometimes, you know, with the social media, things are way ahead of what you uh, uh, know and understand. But – if if you said, hey, you got a chance to add Anthony Edwards again next year to your team, uh, I would take that in a second. It, it was there was not one ounce of negativity of having him here, and his engaging personality. I mean, the other thing that I think you got to look at is is not only was he the number one pick. So many times when you're the number one, number two, number three pick, it's based on potential. He actually produced, you know, and and certainly did a lot of NBA interviews with GMs and, and scouts and stuff. You know, the one thing, and I'm certainly don't want to put anybody down, but LaMelo Ball didn't play the whole year. Wiseman didn't play the whole year. Anthony played all 31, 32 games and competed. He never walked away from it. And, and he kept competing and kept doing things and kept bringing it. And, uh, you know, we were 16 and 16 last year and there was a stretch of four or five games where, he put up 30 a game, and, and he just kept bringing it. The kid loves to play, and, and that's what I kept telling people when I talked to him in the NBA. I mean, he loves basketball. He just wants to play, and he loves the gym. So 
Uh, I'd take him in a second. I'd, I'd love to have about five more of those, I can tell you that. Well, I'll bet. I don't know if God makes more than about one every ten years, though, is the way it is, as it turns out. But here, so, so to add to that, though, you know, you say, hey, I'd love to have this guy. Is there, is there, I gotta believe, though, it, it is something of a windfall where you can, I mean, I don't want to say capitalize, I don't want to sound negative about it, but where you can use the, the, the positive uh, uh, influence that he had on your program to, to maybe attract more guys that are like him. Is that something that you've seen now in, in this, you know, most recent recruiting class and so on? Well, I, I uh, 1,000% correct. I can tell you as, as, you know, recruiting here, we, we, we prepared for this for a week. Uh, you know, if he went number one and as soon as he was announced, certainly uh, some high-level recruits were, were get, being hit, you know, within 30 seconds after that was announced and, you know, trying to capitalize on that and, and doing those things just like we tried to capitalize on the Victor Oladipo and the Dwayne Wade when – you know, um, doing those things when you're recruiting. And, um, so yes, that's, that's huge because in this pandemic world, we can't have people on campus. We can't go see them. So everything right now in recruiting is, you know, graphics and zoom calls. And so if you got graphics and they're, and, and they're cool and you got zooms where you can say, Hey, this is what we've done. You know, I, I think, you know, one of the things we sell in, in our recruiting is, is with Anthony's contract, uh, Coach Green's now coached like six hundred and fifty million dollars worth of NBA players. Oh my! You know, <laughs> and and you start selling that in recruiting, and you're saying, hey, you know, if if I had to have heart surgery, I want to have somebody that's done a few and has been pretty successful. I don't want an average heart surgeon. You know, well, when we sell recruiting, Coach Green's done this and had the one, the two, the four, the five, the six pick in the NBA draft in his coaching career. It's amazing. It's truly, truly an astounding number. It, it truly is. It's just the funny thing is you can't call somebody and say, hey, do you want to be number three? Because then they'll laugh if you not come play for you. So we got to keep trying to sell. It'll be number one. <laughs> no doubt. Well, Fish, give us a little update uh, on you personally. I mean, director of player development out there on Tom Crean's staff. So what's been maybe the most eye-opening or fun part for you about being in the SEC? Because I know you've been in the, the Pac-12 before. You've been in a variety of different leagues, but first time in the SEC. So what's it been like being at Georgia, being in the SEC, and just what's kind of like your day-to-day job like now on, on Tom Crean's staff? Well, uh, a couple things. You know, first of all, I, you know, I was at when I was at Oregon – uh, Chip Kelly had the Oregon program at number one pretty, you know, about two years I was there and certainly playing for the national championship. And, and I was, you know, at Creighton, uh, Nebraska was really good. But you could bottle all those up and add them together and nothing equals SEC football. Uh, right. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize, you know, 60 miles to the east you've got Clemson, you know, over here, you know, 100 miles to the west, you got Alabama, and 110 miles to the west, you got Auburn. Uh, I mean, the SEC football is undescribable, um, and the you know uh, how they cross and mesh with recruiting and what they do and stuff is just it, it'll it absolutely is undes- you can't describe it. And I mentioned earlier the Notre Dame game and. There was a hundred thousand people outside inside the stadium, and they said there was a hundred thousand outside the stadium, and it's just the football's been incredible. Uh, but that, due to that, it creates opportunities within the athletic department to, you know, others programs to put a staff together, and 
you get titles, a director, a player, but at the end of the day, you're constantly just trying to make a program win and, and they have the financial ability to do what's needed to be successful. And, uh, you know, working for coach green has been a blessing. He, you know, uh, the day I was fired within two hours, he called me and was like, Hey, I don't know what you're doing, but I want you to come to Georgia. And, you know, unfortunately for my wife and I, we were coming five weeks after losing our daughter and we kind of just wanted to get our bearings straight. And, uh, Tom was willing to wait through that time as we kind of tried to figure things out and was fortunate enough to land here. So it's been great. Um, but again, you know, when you're in the SEC and, and big boy basketball, uh, you've got to have a couple pros to advance. And uh, so it takes a while to build it. And, uh, you know, your schedules, you know, when you look at your schedule and conference game, you know, you go, oh, our easy one is Tennessee. Well, they're 25 and four. Well, that's not real easy. I mean, you look at our, <laughs> you look at your schedule every day and, you know, you're trying to figure out, okay, we got Kentucky today. We got Auburn Saturday. We got you know, Tennessee Thursday, then we got, you know, and Florida on Friday, like, oh, my goodness, how are we going to go win any of these games? Well, Fish, we'll get you out of here on this. Uh, maybe a little bit of a melancholy one, but uh, Billy Tubbs passed away earlier this month, and I know you spent some time with, yeah. with Coach Tubbs at TCU, and a life well lived, to be sure. I mean, 85 years old and 700, close to 700 wins, one of the great coaches in, in college basketball uh, of the modern era. So, I mean, just leave us with a memory of Coach Tubbs because I know he was somebody that had a big influence on your career. Well, two things I would tell you. When, when, when at the funeral, they definitely, that's one man that lived life his way. Um, and and the, probably the most powerful thing I could say is, is anybody that knew Coach Tubbs, and he certainly had a big impact and made you look outside the box and things like that, but – you know, everybody I know that knew Coach has a Billy Tubbs story, and it makes them laugh. And so he impacted people so many different ways, and 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 had a, had the ability to simplify things and make you look at the true things. And uh, obviously, could never repay him for ever, you know giving me six years and winning a lot of games and teaching you the intricacies of what it took to get the final four and, and influenced me. But again, like I said, the ultimate compliment I could say is anybody that knew coach Tubbs has a story and that story always made them laugh. And, uh, he, uh, certainly revolutionized basketball. He learned, I mean, he played up tempo and, and, and brought it and has some classic, you know, um, ESPN moments and things like that. And, uh, He's missed, but he got the most out of his 85 years. I can promise you that. I promise you that there were no mulligans there. Well, coach, I'll tell you what, we really appreciate you taking out the time with us uh, here. We're we're excited for you down there in Georgia. Again, congratulations for for you and the whole staff on on this run with with Anthony Edwards and and what a what a cool deal that is. And we wish you the best going forward. And appreciate you taking the time. We miss you up around here, of course, but you know we're happy <laughs> that you're there doing it down in the SEC. That's pretty cool. Well, I gotta be honest with you, man. I miss a lot of people back there. There's a lot, a lot of great people in Montana. We talk about it all the time, but I will tell you, it is 72 here and sunny today. So you probably, uh, <laughs> probably got you on that one. All you right, pro- you probably do. All right, coach. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you. There you go, Brian Fish. Now on the staff as uh, as you heard at Georgia and uh, what a what I mean all the stuff that you just don't really think about or just can't really kind of imagine I mean having security bring it into practice because there's so many people 
wanting to talk to you, wanting to watch you, wanting to be around and a part of, you know, a guy who is certainly going to be a lottery pick. And as it turns out, was not just a lottery pick, was the top pick in the 2020 NBA draft. Anthony Edwards, amazing stuff. Uh, again, for the record, uh, Trace Tickle uh, did not get drafted yesterday. Not necessarily a surprise there. And as of yet, uh, we've heard no announcements, seen no news come through uh, about him uh, be signing on anywhere as a free agent at anywhere uh, as of yet. Number of guys picking up two-way contracts. Talked about that yesterday. And kind of that is the the sort of move of, of free agents after the draft is to get a two-way contract where you can kind of bounce back and forth between the NBA team and the G League team. Obviously, everything is is odd right now. Normally, there would be a summer league, right, coming up. Uh, well, yeah coming up after the draft, after the end of the season, which should have been in June, and you get to work out all these guys. Now we're, you know, a month and a half away from the start of the NBA season, and so everything is compressed. The timeline is compressed, and we'll, you know, obviously track what happens with uh, with Trace Tinkle and uh, his, his prospects in the association for this year's and uh, years to come. Quick break. On the other side, it's our uh, Opportunity Bank Coaches Corner, Rob Stanton, the head coach of the Billings West Bears. They are 9-0. They are hosting the 9-0 Sentinel Spartans in the state championship double-A football game tomorrow. We will hear from the head coach of Billings West right after this. What are your business challenges for 2021? Supporting an increased remote workforce? Securing and managing your expanding corporate network? Communicating with your customers, employees, and partners? Whatever your challenges and priorities for 2021, Blackfoot Communications knows it all starts with a plan. We are here to help you assess, design, implement, and support your most critical technology infrastructure initiatives. Call Blackfoot at 866-541-5000 or email business at blackfoot.com to learn how we can set you up for success in 2021 and beyond. Blackfoot, connect to more. Welcome back to Telenuanas. 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Outstanding to be with you on this very fine Thursday afternoon, headed into evening. Hope you are well. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it uh, very much. It is time now for our Opportunity Bank Coaches Corner. Again, uh, Billings West is hosting the Sentinel Spartans on Friday, Class AA State Championship game. Both teams undefeated. Can't wait for this. Coulter is on his way to Billings right now and uh, will be there on site. We will do a, a live hit with him tomorrow uh, from uh, from the sidelines uh, over there in Billings for the start of this great football game, which has proven to be epic. But now a conversation with the head coach of Billings, West Rob Stanton. Enjoy. We go now to the Rangage Brothers RV phone line and help happy to uh, welcome in on our Opportunity Bank Coaches Corner the head coach of the undefeated and state championship bound Billings West, Rob Stanton, joining us. Rob, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. How are you? I'm doing well, and uh, it's a beautiful day in Billings. The weather is spectacular right now, so thanks for having me. It's uh, 
been a fun and interesting year, to say the least. Well, no doubt. Uh, uh, fun at 9-0, and interesting in every other way, I imagine. Uh, and hopefully the weather can hold out uh, for another 48 hours at least and uh, and get us through Friday night. We certainly hope for that. But let's talk about your season, 9-0, and undefeated. Uh, we have this, this year that starts a couple weeks late, so there's only Eastern teams playing the East, Western teams playing the West. And what has clearly happened is the two best teams in the state are about to play each other in the state championship game so it sets up to be a doozy we'll obviously talk a lot about that but your team this season did you foresee uh, uh the level of play that you guys would uh, ended up attaining to and being perfect through at this point in the season did you know you had this kind of talent on this club coming into the season you know um not this year i i expected we have a, a pretty heavy uh junior laden team so you know, I knew that our, our kids are really competitive, and of course, we have the likes of you know Neil Daly and and Paul Brat and Jaden Hoff, who are our seniors. But you know, we are predominantly a junior team, so I was kind of expecting this maybe next year. So maybe we're just a little bit ahead of ahead of schedule. So, um, but we have some really competitive kids, and you know, they um, you know kind of led by Taco Dollar, you know, as a junior class, and they got some experience last year in a playoff game. Um, you know, with uh, beating Flathead and Helena Kaplan and losing to Putin semi, so that's been good in that regards. But you know, you you never expect to be nine and zero, but you're thrilled that you are. Um, you know, it, it is. It was a little bit different just playing a nine or a seven game schedule, and not having you know those Western conferences, you know, versus the East conferences early on to kind of gauge and see where everybody's at. But you know, I agree that uh, you know, kind of at the end, this is hopefully the two best teams, and you know, Sentinels definitely in that category, and we're. You know, we're, we're getting there, but it's going to be quite a game, uh, you know, on Friday night. Coach, I'm so interested about the evolution of the Billings West program under your guidance. You know, we talk on our show a lot just about uh, all the great coaches that exist in the state of Montana, but as somebody that's covered high school football for a long time in this state, it was so interesting to watch. There was all these guys that had been coaches for so long, guys like Jack Johnson and Ron Lebsock and Paul Kleba, who you worked with for more than 10 years before taking over there. And it's been so interesting to see since some of those guys stepped away, what the programs have become, how they've evolved into different styles or or, uh, you know, maybe the success has eluded them. And I know that the first couple of years at West there, uh, it was a little bit difficult to get some traction. But now you guys have done a better job of rebuilding than any of the programs that have lost some of these legendary head coaches. And you win the state championship 2018. Now you're back in the state championship two years later. So what's it taken for you guys to put your own stamp on this program? And how, how do you think Billings West has been able to uh, regain such a competitive advantage and be so uh, premier in the state of Montana like you have? You know, that, that's a great question. And, um, you know, obviously, and Paul will be the first one to tell me to put your own personal personality on it, but that that's easier said than done. And, you know, you, you try to do under with Paul, you try to emulate things that he did. Um, but sometimes that doesn't fit your style or your personality. And we've had a, a little bit of an evolution of coaches after, you know, when I first started taking over, but I think the biggest thing, you know, Paul is such a good mentor. Um, Coach Clayble, he's just, um, he's a phenomenal human being. And, you know, he, if, it's, if there's one thing that he could teach me, he didn't really teach you, but what I saw is just his work ethic. And, and he would always talk about that with the Jack Johnson, just how much time they put in and what it takes to be a champion. And um, Steve Guelph is another one that I have to give credit to. He's been around the program forever and he's still in the school. He's not coaching anymore, but, you know, Paul, um, just his determination, you know, his grit and his weight room work ethic that he installed in our players and I've continued with that. That's been a good thing for me. And, 
um, just the classy person that he is and doing it the right way. And, and those are things that I've taken. And, but again, you have to evolve, which I did with my personality towards the teams that we have now and, um, you know, spreading the ball out, which Paul did as well, but just, you know, putting your staff on it and your personality. And, you know, hopefully we're building a culture here that a lot of kids like to be a part of. And, um, you know, it's just been a fun process. Uh, you know, in 2018, we, we did win the state championship. We hadn't won a playoff game here at West in like five or six years. And, and that was stressful. And, and um, in my second year, we had a team that was eight and two and we got knocked out in the first round by Helena Capital. And, and that's one of the games that I will never forget. Um, sometimes you never forget those losses. And that was a huge loss in our program. And I thought we had everything rolling and we're getting towards maybe where we're at right now, but we weren't quite there yet. And we were kind of the best of the middle pack. And the year after we, again, we are, um, I think we're five and six or six and five and we get knocked out in the first round. So until 2018, we hadn't won a playoff game around here for a while. And that was kind of unheard of under coach Clayball. So we finally got that going and, now I think we have some seeds that are growing and just throughout our program right now, we only lost one football game and our freshman team lost to Billing Central. Um, that's my brother's team. So I'll, I'll say this. It's probably, you know, he stacked the team against us again on, on our <laughs> freshman program. So in our JV program, we didn't lose the game. So that's, that's kind of when Paul had it rolling in the early 2000s. You know, we wouldn't lose many games throughout the program. And it's been kind of nice. The hard work is, is paying off uh, in a program right now. Rob, Rob Stanton joining us, head coach of the Billings West Golden Bears. They're playing Sentinel Friday night in the Class AA State Championship uh, game in Billings. And, Coach, in this season, uh, you guys have rolled absolutely everybody that you've played except for Bozeman. And Bozeman, with the return of Kenneth Iden, I think pretty clearly is, is the definitive number three team in the state at this point. But you had to play him twice in the last three weeks, weeks, once in the last game of the regular season and then in the state semis. And you beat them both times in very close and very gritty contests that your guys came out on top. How much do you think those matchups against the Hawks maybe set you up for success Friday night? Well, I think it helps a lot. Um, we were uh, able to have two full quarter games, and they were uh, nip and tuck, and they're kind of similar games where we had to make some defensive stands towards the end of the game. And, and Bozeman High is a very good football team. They had a lot of seniors on that football team. Um, I think I read something or heard something where they had like 20-plus, maybe 29 seniors. And I know on defensively they had, uh, whether it's nine or ten restart, returning starters from the state championship team from last year so. That's a team that, that is very good, um, and we're very fortunate. Not, both those games could have gone either way, and I think when you are tested like that, whether you win or lose, it's going to make you better. And it's difficult to beat a team twice, and you know we were able to do that twice in, you know, in whatever you said, like three weeks. So I think that's going to help us um, tomorrow, on Friday night. That doesn't guarantee anything that you're going to have any success because of it, but you know, a bad thing about that is you get beat up a little bit too. So, you know, we have some mixing injuries from those, from those games too, but it's, um, it's good. It's good to be out ahead of those games and it's good to have those games as long as, you know, obviously you are successful, but we, uh, you know, we, we can't think, you know, that that's going to make us better and we can't wait for Friday night. So hopefully, you know, to answer your question, will make us a little bit better on Friday night and prepare us for four quarter game. 
when it comes to the Sentinel Spartans, they have not actually played a close game this year. And so maybe that mitigates in your favor with the ones that you did win, but also, you know, it's a testament to obviously the, the level of talent and skill that the Spartans also bring to the table, which I know that you're aware of. When you look at Sentinel this season, mm-hmm. what, what, what's, what's your scout on them and what's the thing that, you know, that you notice maybe most about them as a, as a very talented club? They have so many guys that pop out in the film. Uh, you know, they, they you, you'd like to make it a four-quarter game, but you look up at the scoreboard and they're up 20 to zero. So, you know, they, they jump out on people right away. Um, they feed off each other. You can see that with how they interact on the sideline, just the energy that they bring to each game. And where they have six or seven Division One athletes on that roster. So, my gosh, they're they're quite a stressful team, and they just put pressure on you and get people kind of you know teams to back off. And you know they have fantastic speed. Um, they have a Division One athlete on that offensive line that's probably fielding offers from you know some uh, Pac-12s and you know Nebraska. So they are they are pretty good. Um, and you just see those guys, you know, offensive defense that they trigger fast on defense. And man, they they have size, they have speed. They have strength. They have everything. So um, it doesn't really matter for them whether they've been in the fourth quarter game, and because you know they're they're just kicking everybody's butt right now. So we hope we can match up a little bit with them because we have some decent speed too. But uh, man, when when you watch them on film, you just see how, how good they are. They do so many different things on offense and defense that are, and they're just well coached, well Dane does a good job. And man, it's um it's it's keeping us up at night to say the least. And you just keep watching film, and you know hopefully there's something that you can attack. But man, they're um, they're well prepared. They're well coached, and they're very, very fast. So that's uh, that's hard to um, be able to contain that stuff when they get the ball in offense. And you know, they also have a lot of guys who can be big play guys too. So um, the biggest fear for our defensive staff is to have a quarterback that is a running quarterback as well as a throwing quarterback. And and this guy, you know, he's both. And they have another guy, Dayton, that they bring into. He, he's just uh, just as efficient on throwing the ball. So. So you get numbers when you have a running quarterback and the guy is, you know, 6'1", 195 pounds. And uh, he's going to be quite uh, quite the challenge to bring down, not only, you know, to stop him, but just to bring him to the ground. So, um, yeah, I don't know what else we can do besides, uh, you know, give it a shot. And, gosh, they're, they're a good football team. So interesting because uh, there's such an element of mystery to this season, especially when you're playing games against teams from the other side of the state. And, you got, I mean, you guys only played one team from the West this whole year, and Sentinel – uh, I think last week against Billing Senior, that was the first time they played a team from the East as well. I guess Great Falls as well. But but regardless, there's not much crossover. There's not much uh, transitive property, so to speak. You can't really say, hey, this is what this team that we played did against this team because there's not very many common opponents. And then you add into the fact that Sentinel has outscored teams like they have, and, and some of the numbers are eye-popping. So how do you not let that kind of stuff, though, just the element of, of the unknown as well as maybe um, some of the numbers being an intimidating factor, how do you not, that, like, get, not let that get into the head of your kids well I'm, I'm trying not to read all the all of the articles right now so you know we it's it's like i said it's, it's eye-popping and the kids pay attention to that stuff and you know neil daly um who moved here a couple of years ago he was, he was a sentinel spartan for for two years so you know he tells us how well he, he not that he's given us any inside information but he's just saying those, those kids are good and he's grown up with them forever and he, he loves those kids and you know, so it's hard not to because it's being bombarded with information right now of, um, you know, how really how good Sentinel is, and they're and they're really good. So we just gotta, you know, again, you can compare scores, which you shouldn't do because 
were high school athletes and you know you can say okay we beat senior 41 14 sentinel beat them 42 7 whatever it was you know similar scores so but it really doesn't matter because everything stops everything will speed up or slow down depending on how you're playing on friday night and all that stuff really doesn't matter but you know typically you kind of get a, maybe a little bit more of a feel because you have more crossover but you know, like I said, there hasn't, like you said, there hasn't been any besides a couple of games. So, you know, just your your film prep and your practice prep, and hopefully everything goes as planned. But I think at this point uh, in the game, you let the kids roll, and uh, what happens on Friday night happens. So, you know, hopefully our kids are ready and they're relaxed, and and they're going to enjoy, uh, you know, a, a pretty special moment on Friday night. It's hard to get to these games, and you know, these these kids, uh, you know, they on both sides they've just worked extreme, extremely hard and. You know, it's just uh, it's it's tough to get here, and hopefully we're gonna have some fun and enjoy it too. Well, coach, we really appreciate the time. We're looking forward, uh, obviously, to this game. Two undefeated football teams playing for a state championship. I mean, that's what it should be, right? And so we we can't wait mm-hmm. for this one on Friday, and and wish you the absolute best. Okay. Well, I appreciate. It. I just wish we could have more people in that game. You know, it just that's that's part of the difficult feel for these kids. It's not a true experience because, you know, you have so many kids out of school. We have kids that are contact traced and you just, you know, the kids are resilient. They, they, uh, they get it. You know, sometimes we as coaches don't. So, you know, I'm so proud of our kids. I'm sure Dane would say the same thing. It's just how resilient our kids have been this year. And, you know, just to play across the state and um, not worry about things. And, you know, it's just a little bit different where you're not quite having that atmosphere of a jam packed state championship game, but, Otherwise, we're you know we're lucky we get to play and we're fortunate. So, hopefully, it's a good matchup on Friday night, and you know everything is going to be fun. I think it will be fun. Uh, our thanks to Rob Stanton, head coach of uh, Billings West. Again, great matchup, eighteen and zero between the two of them. What more could you want in a state championship game? Uh, head coach of the Golden Bears joining us on the Opportunity Bank Coaches Corner. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity take a quick break we'll come back we'll get into a little bit of college football stuff and then in the next hour some nfl picks against the spread really just a meandering conversation about the games that we like the most this coming weekend the nfl and then also in the next hour mike dugar 12 for the 12s good friend mike dugar going to talk to us about thursday night football we have the seahawks and the arizona Cardinals. who will have that game for you right here on espn radio as soon as we are done with the show so we'll get to all that coming up right after this Coulter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan and you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's going to 
be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Seattle-Arizona is not the only game tonight, people. No, no, no. There is one other. It is Tutel and Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Pleasant evening to you. Hope you are well. Thanks for joining us here on this Thursday afternoon at Gus Tutel at 102.9 ESPN. That's going sports. Those are your relevant Twitter handles. You can go follow on there uh, at your leisure and enjoy that. Uh, one week from Thanksgiving. Oh, doesn't that feel good? I think so. Uh, hey, couple things for you here as we wind up hour number one. First of all, uh, I know you've been uh, waiting, anticipating, looking forward to uh, some college football insight from yours truly, uh, primarily just giving you some scheduling here. We know we got the Seahawks in Arizona. We're going to spend quite a bit of time in the next hour talking about that. But don't sleep on Tulane at Tulsa. 5.30 ESPN television don't look now, people. The Golden Hurricane of Tulsa are the 25th ranked team in the land. That's right, number 25 in the nation, Tulsa. So don't 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 tell me that you're not into Friday night football on ESPN. Tulane Tulsa. By the way, the other game, which is very disappointing, Utah State at Wyoming. Now that is that is actually a very interesting, fun, intriguing Mountain West regional matchup. Canceled been canceled no game tonight it was supposed to be today it ain't being played today uh so there you go those are your uh, two games for you know tonight only one of which is happening what else do you know hey want to remind you okay what i'm doing this for you okay the reason i bring this up it's for you it's not for me i want you to have a very nice very valuable and incredibly unique in fact in singular piece for yourself, perhaps for a friend, a loved one. You could keep it. You could give it away. In either case, you're going to be very happy. We are giving away, over the next couple of weeks, a William Henry pocket knife. Pocket knife. Now, this thing, we've never given away something like this before. It is uh, every one of these things. If you're watching on the TV, I'll open this thing up. I don't know how well we can see this. If we can zoom in on this, we'll try and hold it steady. But every single pocket knife that William Henry makes is done by hand, is completely unique. There are no two that are the same. They all are made with very exquisite, exclusive materials. Uh, The one we're giving away, which you can see at our website, 10290ESPN.com, has a silver and turquoise handle, you know, an inlaid handle, and then a multiply layered, 15, 20 layers of hand-forged Damascus steel. And you can see the lines of the different levels of steel as they have sort of uh, uh, sharpened this thing down. But it is a beautiful piece. It is available at the jewelry store. Okay, that's what we're talking about. It is, a, it is really a collector's item. Uh, you get it at R.P. Ellis in Missoula downtown, and we are giving it away to you for free for the holidays, okay? So you go onto the website, 10290ESPN.com, this pocket knife valued at over $2,800, and uh, you go ahead and you, you tell us two things. Very simple. 
who's going to win the Super Bowl and one single word. That's all we want, one word, as to why they're going to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, it doesn't matter if they, in fact, win the Super Bowl. We won't know when we give this away. We're giving this away the week after we return from Thanksgiving break. Okay? So just go on to the website, 1029ESPN.com. Right there, you'll see it. Scroll down just a little bit. You click on uh, on the on the link there, and uh, you tell us who's going to win the Super Bowl and one word why they're going to win the Super Bowl. And then the week we get back from Thanksgiving, we'll collect some finalists. We'll have some fun with it, and we will give away a very, very cool prize, uh, this William Henry pocket knife. All right, there you go. It's 2 Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio, Hour 1 in the books. Up next, picks against the spread and Mike Dugar. Seahawks, Cardinals tonight. We talked to our friend from The Athletic. Give us all the insight that you could ever want to know about the game coming up just over an hour from now. All that, hour number two, 2 Tell Nuanas next. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 